shitty snack. <laughs> I hate it. Hold on. I got you. Oh. <laughs> I was just totally emasculated. Thank you. Somebody did that the other day. I, I, I wish I could remember who it was, but somebody snapped. And I, I think it might have been Connor. I was, I was near Connor. No, it was Jared, and he snapped. That one was bad. Yeah. What the hell? No, I can't do it. Listener, can you snap properly? <laughs> Welcome to the Crap Pants Podcast. <laughs> this is going to be episode 83? Two. 82. 82? Yeah. Well, this is the 82 of... The, I feel like this is becoming a thing. I always have to put an inflection on what episode it yeah, is. Exactly. Like, is this That's the correct natural. episode? Because uh, I'm going to release this whenever, after you introduce us. But I'm going to release this for uh, Thanksgiving, for travelers. Ah, perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll be great. Yeah. We're gonna May- maybe like on hours. Black Friday. That way people can do it over the weekend and whatnot. We're going to have a lot of hours in the car. Yes. Tommy, tell the listeners and newcomers what this is. What Craft Heads is. <laughs> Craft Heads Podcast is a podcast where my best friend of 20 years, Alex, sitting across from me, uh, him and I... Have a craft cocktail, craft beer, craft drink, craft food of sorts, item of food. We drink it together, eat it together on the podcast, talk about it for a few minutes, and then we have a particular topic that we like to talk about for the next 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, Today is going to be a recap episode. Alex went on a trip to New Orleans, and I had a weekend at home, which is kind of rare for me. So, As in in your house or in Tampa? It, at, at my house, my okay. my house I just bought. Yeah, hey, you know, after all, in Atlanta, Claire's the heart. Home is where the heart is. Atlanta is is now home. Mm-hmm. Technically, oh yeah. yeah, Atlanta's been home. Yeah, for, I agree. It's just it has been for me too. Family is also in Tampa, so yeah. that's kind of my heart as well. Yeah, it's like that's a good point. It's like where I'm from, and it'll and it'll where we are from will always be mm-hmm. where we're from. Mm-hmm. But this is home. Atlanta's home. Um. And also, one other thing we do on this podcast is give a lot of love to uh, people that, we that we've met over our travels in the past weeks or so. I'm sure Alex is going to have some yeah. people that he talked to this past weekend. But um, actually, I want to lead off the episode with a shout out. Um, I was going over to Cortland for Friendsgiving and visiting some friends over there, uh, but I didn't have a key to get in. So a random person from the apartment complex had to let me in. And this guy, who let me in, walked past me, said, hey, nice Jeep. He saw my Jeep right there. And he was like, hey, aren't you the one with the podcast? And I was like, yeah. And I didn't recognize him at first. But then I rec- then he was he gave me a recommendation for a beer. And I remembered it was Andrew. I remember the beer. That we met. It was Lemon Space Dog. Nice. Yes. Good call. Yes. He, he was recommending Asheville beers to us down at the pool on the, on the 4th of July. Uh, he... Gave us a recommend gave us a recommendation to do Drunk Monkey. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really excited to eat. I was starving, so I I think that's what the beer was called. But Andrew, thanks for remembering my face. Uh, there's your shout out again, and yeah. we'll now we have to try it. So thank you for that. Um, and one more recommendation. I mean, yeah, not recommendation. Shout out. Yeah, Jake Kurtz. Okay, you know why? Ah, uh, oh. Uh, the big news. Happy engagement. Yeah. Jake. Yeah. Jake and, and Kelly. Kelly. Hell yeah. It's good call. Yeah. Tommy, that's a really good call. Yeah. I, I think to do that. I called him. Uh, he didn't pick up. I left him a nice message saying, hey, I just wanted to let you know in person. You know, yeah. Uh, happy engagement. Yeah. He gave me a nice text back, but I want to give him one more because he's your man. But, hey, this is as, as big as it gets yeah. when it comes to shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's really awesome. Good call. Shame on me times 10. Although... We actually uh, they they FaceTimed us when we were in New Orleans, which was super cool. Oh, sweet! So I didn't I didn't even think to do that, but I, that's a really really good call. Congratulations, Ashley. Let's toast to them. Let's have our drink, and I'll do my shout outs because I have some from New Orleans. And Tell them about the beer. I'm gonna work in reverse. Yeah. So what's really cool is oh, I, now I see what kind of brew it is too. Yeah. That explosion went everywhere. Did it really? <laughs> yeah, it's shot all the way over. Do you want to pour the glasses? Yeah, because sure. I gotta wipe my hands off. There's right. gonna be some ambient mic noise. All right, here we go. This this is a very dark brew. Yeah. Uh, can I say what kind of brew it is? Yeah, totally. It's a cream stout. Cre- yeah, crema stout. Oh, cre- or, crema. Uh, well, it could be crema, crema, whatever. That's how it's spelled. Whatever the assholes want to use. Yeah. And oh! this is a nice, nice pour. This is a crowler that I got at a a brewery, and I'll tell you how we got there and everything in Montgomery, Alabama, called Common Bond. And it was really, I learned the word crowler there, because just before we got on the podcast, careful dude with the head, 
Only because that one went crazy. Yeah, I just it wasn't pouring it correctly. Okay. I had to like be fast, okay, so it gotcha. wasn't spilling everywhere. But this place, uh, they had thirty-two ounce growlers, and Tommy thought I was, uh, you know, talking about growlers. They had those too, but it's really awesome. They got these fat ass aluminum cans that have no top, and they fill it up with whatever your favorite draft beer is there, and then they literally seal it right there on the premises, which I just loved. I actually. I'm sure that's not that uncommon, but I haven't seen it before. Actually, uh, there one of the to-go bars in Pond City Market on the bottom floor. Okay, has like a a, a tap of seventy taps probably, oh, and man. you can get them to go. And when you they yeah. slap the top on, that's so, you so can awesome. Did they have like the machine that did it, or is it a manual? It's thing? a machine. Oh, yeah, it's dude, real big fan. Yeah, and you can see from the tracks on here that they're that it's definitely machine. Yeah. Like, rigged it, in like there. what's the word i want it's like machine crimped yeah honestly that's actually pretty good i think that's I think the right is. word yeah, thank you <laughs> so anyways this is common bond brewers in montgomery alabama the brew is the kramer crema stout it's 7.2 abv and this was just packaged on the 24th nice. so yesterday montgomery alabama trust me dude Juno, alaska every <laughs> single time we said the word montgomery that damn song started singing. My, that's that sucks for them. That's annoying. So cheers, uh, cheers to Jake and Kelly and their engagement. Um, speaking of, for anybody who doesn't know, Jake Kurtz is my business partner uh, at Brick Media. So that's I realize most of our people who listen know who that is. But I'm not gonna lie, it doesn't taste like anything special. It's it's definitely a good coffee stout or stout. Yeah, it's not it's not blowing me away, but mm-hmm. it's very good. Yeah, that I would I would go I would go so far as to say that it's a great coffee stout. But mm-hmm. it's like you said, it I didn't I also didn't expect anything more than that. Yeah. I wanted it to be a really good stout. And yeah. that's exactly what it is. It is good. Um stouts are not my typically my favorite style of beer. I enjoy yeah. them. I enjoy all styles. Imperial stouts over regular stouts, preferably. Mm-hmm. Um but it's good. I like it a lot. Okay. Um it definitely Maybe it'll grow on me. You've got a lot of head over there too. That's true. They had we had a I had a Belgian blonde ale. It was excellent. Uh, Tara got a Scottish ale, and neighbor James. Oof. He, oh, he got a a ramber, which Ooh. is a rye amber. Ooh. And it was very very good. That sounds amazing. We, we I mean we had four total beers now, including this, and they were all great. I wanted to get the nitro crema stout, but. You for whatever reason you can't get it in a crowler. Mm. It obviously, probably has something to do with pressure or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I forgot to shout out to two people who were there. That was a really weird sound I just made. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm probably. Gonna, it was an ew. <laughs> I'm probably gonna screw it up and contort it and repeat it and then put it after the episode. <laughs> so stay tuned for that, like YouTube poop. But the the bartender there was Preston. So thank you, Preston. That was he was super nice guy. And then I ran into another guy at the bar. Didn't work there. His name was Mike. He gave me like his first and last name and kind of trailed off. And he's like, yeah, don't, don't worry about that. And I was like, no, just first name's fine. He was like, and I can't remember if he said it or one of the other people, but they said Big Mike. <laughs> so I'm assuming he's a regular, but Big Mike also at, at Common Bond Brewers. If, if you're ever going through Montgomery, Alabama, <laughs> if you're ever going through Montgomery, Alabama, definitely stop by in Common Bond. It's really cool because next door, they have a place called Bib Pizza. Uh-huh. It's all part of the same Ooh, building. Uh-oh. Common Bond doesn't serve food. So they're like... Not only can not only can you bring food over, but you can like sit at our tables and drink beer and order food and like mm. have it delivered here. Yeah. So and that pizza was unbelievable. That's what and um a cheeseburger pizza. It had like pickles and shit oh. on it. Oh my I've god. I've never had one of those, but I've always wanted to. Sounds tacky, tastes perfect. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, I imagine if you have like a crumbled sausage on your pizza ever, it's gotta taste a lot similar. like that. Yeah, because it was ground beef. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um Joe just got Wet zoned, wet license, all the good stuff for his brewery. Joe Lazara, yeah, that Ooh. he's that him and his dad are starting in Tampa. When wet all license. of the details with his bar, all of Joe's bar, are nailed down, uh, I want to have an official episode with him. We've been talking about it for so long, and then we never do. Hell yeah! But we'll get it. We'll get it going. I think it's important to to wait for that time though. Mm-hmm. That, that'd be really good. I mean, sort of like part of a grand opening for him. For sure, you know, give him some. I don't know, maybe a little bit of, yeah. Uh, what's the word, uh, exposure. Yeah, a little bit of hype. And also, just so everybody knows, in the last episode, which you haven't finished yet, Tommy, in episode 81 with Jed Drummond, 
I referenced Joe, not by last name, but I I, I mentioned a Joe in it. Uh-huh. That's what <clears throat> that's who I'm talking about. Okay, Joe Lazar. So I have one more shout out, but it's leading into the main topic, which is the New Orleans trip. Well, I have one thing to ask you. Yeah, you mentioned the name Preston. Yes. Do you know what I think of? Let's see if you're Jackass. Nope. No. Preston Lacey. That's a good. That was. A good I guess. really thought that was gonna be it. But uh, th- if I give you a little bit of a hint, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I just want to see if our friendship can play up right here. If it doesn't, I'm deleting this part. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Um, would you like me to clean your ficus? Oh, Preston, uh, Mr. Deeds. <laughs> yeah. co- you know what? That was better than my shitty knee-jerk jackass mm-hmm. reaction. Uh, I love it. Good call. Okay. Mi'kmaq would have gotten it immediately. Would he have? Yeah, he would have. Okay. Because we, we share some pretty... That's my brother. We share some pretty uh, parallel mojo there as well. So, wrapping up with the love and the shout-outs, but moving directly into New Orleans. Uh, is Can't the, wait to ask you questions about it. Yeah. Oh, dude. So, what we did was... Wait! <clears throat> go. This is a very... Spit a thing for me to do right here. Okay. What was how was your trip on a one to ten scale? Oh, I'm always hesitant to give anything a ten. Yeah, that's fine. You know what I mean? Uh, but good. No, I'm going to say ten. Whoa, I'm gonna say ten. Okay. Nothing could have been better. All right. So I'm gonna stop chasing the eternal carrot. Uh huh. And a ten out of ten is by definition perfect. Uh-huh. And the theme of the weekend, something that we kept saying together, it was me, Tara, and neighbor James. We kept saying, "Guys, everything's perfect. Uh-huh. This is perfect. Everything's." And it was like, you know, a few hours into the trip, everything's perfect so far. Then it was like a day into the trip, everything's perfect. And then we finally realized the trip was just perfect. That's the definition of a ten. So it's, exactly, it was. A <laughs> you 10 got out me of 10. fumbling over that, here. That doesn't mean that. Uh, there ha- if you have like a more fun time on another vacation in your life, that that negates that ten. Mm-hmm. It just means that it was the. It could not have been better. It wasn't a percent. I'm not asking you what what was the percentile. I'm asking you on. Yeah, it was literally perfect. It was a ten judge. out of ten. There you go. So there you go. And what we did, we were big on seeing as many things as we can, being efficient with our time. But we don't do schedules and and agendas. We, that's not how we travel. We just say, oh, well, I want to do this, this, and this at some point, and then we all figure it out together. Well, on the we stopped in in Montgomery on the way there and uh, got coffee at like a statewide renowned best coffee shop in the state called. Oh shit! Hey T, was That's it Prevail it was Union or or Union Prevail? Prevail Union. How sure are you? Pretty sure. Okay. It was one of the two. <laughs> that place was awesome. I learned a new word. It's called Koneka. It's a kind of sausage they make there. C-O-N-E-C-U-H. Really weird. Good stuff. We went there. Went to Biloxi, Mississippi. Stopped at a place called Taranto's. Not Toronto. Taranto's or something like that. Got some good seafood there. And then went on the west, uh, the rest of the way to New Orleans. And as soon as we got there. Now we had a 2.30 fan boat appointment. Did Tour? you get oysters? I'm getting there. Okay. Let me just... You know? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, we had a 2.30 p.m. fan boat on the Bayou tour schedule. Yeah, that's cool. We got there at 2.16, and they wanted us to be there right then, you know, like mm-hmm. quarter quarter after. So we, again, perfect timing. Mm-hmm. We did the fan boat. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. First of all, this guy, this is Airboat Tours by Arthur. If you look it up online, I would never do anything else other than that for your first time. They have like a 4.9 out of 5 and a zillion good reviews, so we knew they were legit. And uh, they have a, a small team of, of guys who do the tours. Our guy was Jeremy, so mm-hmm. shout out Jeremy like 16 minutes in or however far we are. But Jeremy was super awesome. And extremely talented. Part of what I enjoyed so much about this fanboy, fan boat, fanboy, fan about this <laughs> fanboy, Jeremy, you fanboyed about this fanboy. I was a fanboy. <laughs> was how good he was on this thing. He mm. literally start once you get out of the area where uh, you know you can't it's leave tight. a wake behind yeah. you. He opened it up and just goes straight for this tiny little. It's not an island, but it, it's a bunch of shit mm. and like in tall growths and everything. And you're like, okay, what, like. Is he going to just smash into this to scare us? Like right off the bat, and he like whips to the side and and in me he had my trust in about thirty seconds. Really, I was like, this guy knows what he's doing. How? F- what was like the max speed on one of those vans? I don't know why we didn't ask, but it's not slow. Okay, it's pretty fast. And it's between thirties and forties. Thirties and forty, like if, if, if land speed that is much faster. Yeah, than you're thinking 
but well, I would say I would say forties maybe. Yeah, yeah. 40s. and coincidentally, there is some land co- uh, component of this, but he took us into this little, like, beautiful, uh, like, a, I don't know what to call it. Like, it was like a little enclave in the swamp. The the inlet? Sure, whatever. And it had those those huge live oak trees with Spanish moss hanging all over. We got some really cool pictures. It was just beautiful in there. He didn't make me feel awkward because I was never going to ask anybody to get a picture. He just automatically is like, give me your phones, and I'll. he goes up to, like, the bow of the ship or of the ship of the boat takes a picture for everybody he's really cool great guy but he's zipping in and out of all these crazy places and then he'll just plow through all this foliage and you just can't believe it because there's zero friction on these things because they have this insane coating of teflon underneath it and everything and it just skates over everything the most turbulence and bumpiness you have is literally the water Mm -hmm. everything else is smoother yeah i'm not even kidding (laughs) and uh, we saw several gators. We were going around to different areas. We finally found like a real, real fat one. I mean, mm-hmm. this thing was huge. I think he estimated it was about nine, ten feet, something mm-hmm. like that. It's a big boy. But he like plays with some of these. Like he had pictures of his phone of like kissing them, like a, <gasps> like a dolphin. You know, like dolphins yeah. come out of the water and touch. Literally had a picture, so it wasn't bullshit. And I was like, this guy's crazy. Well, and also has really big balls. If I have, if I remember anything about my Florida days, it's that. Um, they're, the bite is stronger, is so much stronger than the opening. If you hold their mouth shut, it's actually really hard for them to open up their mouth. But he said the exact same thing. Uh, I don't know who uh, figured that out. I'm still not getting anywhere near these things with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> but, uh, of course, he pulled up mm-hmm. five, six feet away from some of them. And some of them, like, scurried away, but that one was soaking up the sun and everything. So I don't, I don't want to – I can get through most of this weekend pretty quickly and teach. I'm in at any time, but – that fan boat experience was the beginning of us being like, this is an, an amazing trip. Yeah. And we did an hour-long trip. It was 55 ahead, which when you when you understand what you're getting, it's a very good deal. So we went from there directly to the Airbnb. We got a tiny little place. It was a guest house that was unattached from the owners, like in their um, garage-like parking area. From the video you sent me, it kind of looked like a tiny house. It was extremely tiny yeah. in a good way. Yeah. You know, very compact. You could easily sleep six people in there because they had... T and I slept on like this uh, full-size flat mattress up on top, like near the roof under an alcove. James was down on like a regular bed. And then underneath him was another one that pulled out, which obviously we didn't need. Mm-hmm. Uh, sink, bathroom, everything. It was just in a little sliding glass door which we didn't even use did you guys have a shower in there yeah oh wow it was incredible we couldn't have asked for anything better because it was affordable it was clean it was nice and safe it was in a nice uh, part of the neighborhood but that night we decided to go ahead and as funny as this sounds for anybody who's never been to new orleans or somebody who likes this kind of stuff we decided to get bourbon street out of the way Mm -hmm. because you have to go to bourbon street obviously but we were already braced for oh it's going to be like broadway in nashville Mm -hmm. good news didn't hate it like yeah. I <clears throat> like I kind of hated Broadway. I feel like the people. It's not as the streets aren't as packed as the bars are extremely packed. We wouldn't know. We didn't walk into a single one. Oh. so um, I mean, you can get like a two dollar beer, two dollar shots there. It's, I, it's insane. I don't even. I it was so irritating. People come up and like. I don't want to say grab, but like they touch you and like, oh, come do shots. And it's like, I didn't give you fucking permission to touch me. So get away from me. Yeah. But that that kind of stuff. Nine but, out of ten instead of a ten nah, out of ten. Nah, nah, <laughs> that didn't affect anything. As a matter of fact, they didn't touch me. But the, the one girl grabbed Tara and she didn't like that. But uh, anyways, the, the whole thing was we went up and down Bourbon Street a couple times. It was really cool. Uh, to be fair, this was at the end of November when nothing special was happening. We went to Nashville on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. So holiday-wise, it was not a busy weekend. But that city's always partying. So um, did we... Oh, and we ate dinner at Napoleon. Napoleon House? That's by the bay? I mean, it's it's right off of Bourbon Street, right, hon? Um, oh, no. Something like that. It's, it's in the French. They literally Bourbon. built it way back in the day because they were anticipating Napoleon to come through there or something like that, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why it was built. <laughs> and it's this real <clears throat> big, nice, ornate building. But uh, that was our I first. wish so bad I would have told you guys to go to Eden Rose. It, it's, yeah. a, it's a bar right off. It's not on Bourbon Street, but mm-hmm. it's right off of Bourbon Street. Like, it's one of the uh, connecting streets mm-hmm. uh, perpendicular. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had the best po' boy and Irish coffee 
that I frosted Irish coffee. Oh, that sounds good. I know, and you and I meant we talked about this whenever you told me that you were going to go to New Orleans, and that was my way of enticing yeah. you to remind you to go to this place. Yeah, and I still right. never got a chance. Well, to we, tell we you. both completely forgot it because I do remember you saying that now. But and by the way, any other. Uh, New Orleans memories of your own, just interject whenever I'm in that mm-hmm. spot for sure. I went there for a bachelor party and mm-hmm. it was, I, I mean, you'd think like, oh, bachelor party, wow, man, mm-hmm. I bet I'm sure that, you know, right. took you over the edge. It was a lot. It wasn't. It was a really calm one. The guy was that, uh, that was getting married was a, one, my boss actually at the time. Mm-hmm. So everything was really relaxed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you know, there was like the guys that stayed out till three in the morning, me. Uh, there was the guys that went to bed at 9 p.m., not me. And then the people uh, in the middle. And then the people in the middle, you know. But I, I was going to, like, the casino and stuff. Did you guys end up getting mm-hmm. there? No, there, it just wasn't a priority for us. I mm-hmm. mean, especially, like, having spent uh, almost a whole week in Vegas earlier this year. It's like I got my casino fix. Right. But uh, we... Uh, so we had dinner, we did Bourbon Street, and we were not we weren't out super late because don't forget we left at 6 a.m. Eastern time that same day. Drove all the way there. Saturday, seven hour drive. <clears throat> no Friday. Oh okay. Um, did the fan boat tour, and then you know we were eating heavily and drinking and everything, and it's <laughs> it was. Um, I think it was about eleven p.m. Whenever we threw in the town, we're just like you know we're fuck not, this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and we're not just we're not that way anymore. It's mm. not like oh I'm gonna go and get crunk because I'm in New Orleans. Crunk. Like yeah, it just. You're right. People don't say crunk anymore. I, I'm bringing it back. Dude. <laughs> matter of fact, this is the least crunk thing you can do. Before we went out, we went to CVS and got two six packs of beer to to pregame. Which oh, is, nice. It's like so basic, but um, <laughs> but anyways. there's three of you. That's four beers each. That's pretty good. Well, it lasted us the whole weekend. Ah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Saturday we got up. Um, you know, pretty decent hour. I had a pretty bad headache, and uh, oh, I forgot. I, I did skip one thing. We got drinks at that one place. Tea. I can't remember what it's called. It's right across the street from Hermes. There's a place called Hermes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> and we we wanted to go into Hermes or Hermes, but it there was a definite dress code and we, mm-hmm. we were just dressed like whatever. Like James had a t shirt on. I I had I had a white tee. I didn't give a fuck. And uh so we went across the street. It was like totally empty. Really nice bartender named Matt. Uh he helped us out. Shout out Matt. Yeah, sh- I should I should hit him up for sure. He'll remember us. And he made us some really great drinks. I did some big... Sh- he made me a, a classic New Orleans Sazerac. And then we did a shot of Jameson together. Like, he was drinking with us, <laughs> which I really loved. And he poured me a really nice shot. So Nice or hefty? Both. <laughs> okay. That's what I meant. And we went over to look for... We wanted to do some live music. We found one spot, but they had just wrapped up a show. So At we, the French Quarter? Uh, yeah, like right off of Bourbon Street. Mm. And then we were going to go to a place that was recommended from a, a colleague of Tara's called the Spotted Cat. He was like, it's the best spot for music in, in town. So we wound up taking Uber there. There was a, there was a $5 car, which wasn't the end of the world, but like we, again, we were dragging at this point and it was just like, ah, we're done. So we literally took an Uber there, decided we were done and then Ubered home. Mm-hmm. Then the next day we did all the, the usual stuff in the morning, like Cafe uh, du Monde. Mm-hmm. And we got the, the beignets. beignets. Yes. Which, it's like, it's more of a uh, a rite of New Orleans passage. It, don't get me wrong. They were delicious. But, you know, I've had better pastries. Uh, but it's an experience. Claire says, because I, I like New Orleans. I really, like, I want to go back. I really enjoyed it. I, I thought the food was phenomenal. Oh, my God. Everything that we had, oh I, God, I was yeah. like, the food, this food here is really, really good. Not to mention, you know, they have the casino, which is nice. Bourbon Street, whenever we were there, wasn't too packed. So I liked all those things. Claire, whenever she went, she hated it. I forget if it was for Mardi Gras or for like a bachelorette party a or whatnot. But she said the only thing she liked about it was Cafe Du Monde's beignets. Well, it, <laughs> they were really cool, and it's it is a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. It you you seat yourself in the sense it's open twenty four seven. Yeah, you you are going to wait, but not for very long time because there's so many tables. It opens. You sit down. You might sit down at a dirty table. And a, a server will come over and bus it and take your order at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and there's no menu. I mean, there is, but there isn't. You get, it's how many orders of beignets do you want? And then there's like four or five different coffee drinks to pick from. Tell the listeners, because I know we have a bunch of young boys. Yeah. What is a beignet? A beignet is, uh, it's a French, a fr- 
a French donut. Yeah. That's seriously all it is. And it's like long, right? Yeah. <laughs> so but forget young listeners. I didn't know what it was, you yeah. know, exactly. And it's, it's not that long. It's like a, it's like a rectangle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A rectangular it, block of fried dough covered in a pound of powdered sugar. It tastes like funnel cake. A it pound? Tastes like, <laughs> it tastes like really good funnel cake. And we, the three of us were like panicking about how much powdered sugar they waste every every day i mean <laughs> oh, yeah oh my god i i just can't even imagine but it, it was a really cool experience we had fun there it's not expensive it's uh cash only which again they they do two things every time they visit your table it's not like a once visit because they, they don't give two shits about you mm-hmm. they're not trying to be friendly they're not ignorant but it's just like boom 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 let's churn through as many tables as we can finish that then i went or we all went to the uh the central grocer which is where you're supposed to go go to get the original muffaletta sandwich. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a muffaletta is, there is a much heavier uh, Italian influence in New Orleans that I didn't realize. Muffaletta is like a like a tapenade, right? Uh, you didn't have one. I don't remember having. Oh one. no. Okay, hold on. You, you have part of the story. So there was a, there was a, like a lot of the great cities that were built back in the day uh irish and italian immigrants you know made up a lot of it uh but whenever i think of new orleans i always thought of just creole and haitian stuff you know it's like like a very limited amount and that's every ethnicity ever is represented in new orleans mm-hmm. that's actually one of my favorite things about it and all of the wonderful cultural take a breath you're really high on your drink and I'm, mine's gone here take some no take a sip okay <laughs> once you be able to breathe mm-hmm. think about your story Thank you. Mm. I just, <clears throat> I know I have no a lot rush. to get through. Yeah, you're right. I just, I don't want to let it run too, too long. But anyways, the let me know what you think, T. She's having a, a little sip here. Of I haven't the tried this yet. Common bond. It's very good. <laughs> I liked her little sniff. We'll wait for her verdict here. <laughs> okay, so that was here, a... There, Tara, there's like enough for a small glass if you want to... Yeah, take no, it. No, no, no. Honey, take it. Yeah. I just want high life. I just want high life. That's a perfect Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alive, 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 alive. <laughs> so, Central Grocer, <clears throat> that's like the home of the original Muffaletta, and that's from Italian uh, immigrant influence. And it is, it's like a, a round, about the size of a Frisbee, mm-hmm. with not really high, but not super, f- like pancake flat, but like flat herb bread. Mm-hmm. And they jam it full of cheese, You, I think probably provolone, and then a bunch of horrendous italian meats i know i've had muffaletta before okay yeah the top and odd that's what you were thinking the olive salad the bread almost looks like a sesame seed bun that you get on a hamburger it looked like a giant hamburger but just like full of italian meats and olives and cheese exactly so and it's just one of those things you yeah you have (laughs) to get muffaletta when you go to new orleans we got one there and one i I mentioned napoleon's the first night the other thing that you're oh supposed God. to get when you go there is Oysters Rockefeller. Did you? I didn't get Rockefeller. Okay. But then later on that day, um, what what do we do after Central Grocer Tea? Um, Put you on the spot. I think after Central Grocer, we had to move the car. And mm-hmm. that's when we started our search Thank you. for a cemetery. Thank you. I got you. We One of the things we wanted to do was go to a cemetery. And as I was sort of, we were all talking about the things that we wanted to do. And as I was putting them into Google Maps and seeing how they worked, you know, the best logistically, the next stop, something I randomly found on my phone was called the Tree of Life. And they have this uh, this beautiful park there called Audubon Park. And it's pretty large. And they have the Tree of Life in the uh, Audubon Park. And it is the biggest live oak tree I've ever seen. And I think it was planted in the 1700s or something. Got all kinds of pictures. This thing is massive it just had we had a wonderful time there james obviously climbed it uh (laughs) it was so good and again right in in line with everything being perfect nobody was there Mm -hmm. and we wound up driving past it later there were a bunch of people there Mm -hmm. it's just it was like carved out for us we stopped at a little coffee shop gracious i think it was tara Uh, let's say gracious and i'll fix it if i have to later really great coffee shop that was where we had our first cafe brevet which is made with half and half instead of uh, regular milk and then we went to <clears throat> we tried like a to, cafe con leche yeah yeah or like cafe au lait which is a cafe du monde but we went to one of the lafayette cemeteries and it looked amazing but it was closed off and there was like a representative of some kind you know maybe a tour guide explaining hey this one's closed you're gonna have to go to another one today 
And we said, oh, there's a couple just, you know, like two blocks down that we passed. Can we go to that one? And he almost was like ashamed or like felt guilty. He was like, you don't want to do that. And, and we were like, why? And he said, that's Lafayette isn't a really good neighborhood. And I was like, hey, enough said. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like he was afraid of offending somebody. It's like there are bad parts of every city in this country. Like it, it is what it is. Don't worry. And I was like, thank God we could have gone there and <laughs> dug rock. our own graves. Yeah. So we didn't do that. And he told us to check out uh, if we didn't want to do a guided tour, which we didn't. It's like, screw that. I, I want to do my own thing. St. Louis Cathedral, uh, part of the, the Catholic Archdiocese there, they have a bunch of them. And St. Louis II, they just number their cemeteries, which is so cool. St. <laughs> Louis I, St. Louis II. We went to St. Louis II. Gates were open, no tour guides, wandered around there for a while. That shit's amazing and old. And it's just really cool. It's, it's, it's incredible to think about all the history and the human beings that were there. And then for dinner, we went to a place that was recommended by our Airbnb host called Neos or Neos, N-E-Y-O-W apostrophe S. Were you there? No, but I I was thinking gentlemen, Neos gentlemen. It was a, it was a uh, Creole kitchen and some famous people on the wall too, which I noticed like they had a bunch of pictures. I knew the one black mirror actor Mm -hmm. and he's black. He's in the episode with, uh, it's like, the, the government brainwashes the military into killing innocent people. Oh, yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and, and he was also in the video game one, where he's banging the guy in the virtual reality. Was th- it the same guy? I, I think it was a different dude. Don't I, be racist. I could be. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. Um, <laughs> speaking of race, th- this is a predominantly black restaurant. It's not like white people weren't wor- welcome mm-hmm. there, but you could tell it was good stuff because it, it's like their culture, and mm-hmm. they were all frequenting it. So I was yeah. like, this, is, this place is legit. Yeah. And... Oh my God, that was the best meal we had. Yeah. James got a fat, fat ass two, uh, filet of catfish. Ooh. Um, Tara. I got two crab cakes that were. <laughs> wait, no, listen. The, the crab cakes don't take precedence in my meal. I asked the waiter, because it comes with two sides, you get to pick. And I asked him, what are your recommendations? And he said, the carrot souffle and the cornbread dressing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. Okay, give that to me. Carrot souffle with with cornbread dressing? Two different sides. Oh. So like when I got my plate, I had two crab cakes in the center and the carrot souffle in like a clump on one side and then the cornbread dressing in a clump on the other side. So what I'm the like, hell is cornbread dressing? I don't know. Dressing made with cornbread instead of like regular bread. It, D- dressing, stuffing. Okay, thank yeah, you. right? That's, a, that's, a that's where I was getting confused. Basically, it, <laughs> it had the consistency of like the, of a souffle, but it tasted like cornbread. But like the best cornbread you could have ever imagined in your, in your life of someone making, that was it. Mm-hmm. And I actually ate, because I tend to eat the crappiest part of my meal first. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying part of my meal is crappy, and I always save the best for last. I ate the... Crab You're cakes. with a lot of Americans on that. I ate the crab cakes first yeah. because I was like, I'm much more interested and I want to savor the taste of these other two items longer after the meal's over. And then I switched between eating the souffle and the cornbread back and forth and back and forth. And I it, it just blew my mind. I, mm-hmm. I couldn't, and I don't like carrots really all that much. And they, they came with powdered sugar on top. It so it was like dessert. a dessert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both of them were like desserts. I have a confession. I didn't know that was a carrot souffle. I thought it was a sweet potato souffle. That's how good this was. Oh, yeah. I swear to God. Sweet potato is better than carrots for the most part. Yeah, exactly. Tastes better. God. And and her crab cakes came in these aluminum foil... Uh, they were aluminum foil cups that were shaped very detailed like this a soft sounds shell amazing. crab. This place sounds amazing. Dude, it, okay. And then I didn't tell you the best part. We also got some sautéed um, crab claws, which actually weren't amazing. They, they were weren't okay. bad, but they were totally overshadowed by everything else. And they were very small crab claws, like soft shell. And we got Bow Wow Punches, which it's a 32-ounce thing in, in a plastic thing. Because you can take it outside in New Orleans if you want on ice and it's a bunch of different juices and stuff mixed with both light and dark rum and it was $11 but again 32 ounces one of them was Was it good? One of them was very good and and you could taste the alcohol and everything else. The other one was really good and by good I mean like too strong. Oh, okay. And I I'm, I'm really glad because between the three of us we only ordered two cuz mm-hmm. it's like we we were going to mass afterward and I I didn't want to like walk into mass like pissed drunk uh-huh. and seriously we would have been if we'd gotten another one. Those are amazing. And then the best part, 
They're char-grilled oysters. Mm-hmm. Mm, there they are. All I need to tell you is yeah. Tara tried them uh-huh. and loved them. Yeah. So it's weird enough that I actually got Tara to try an oyster, regardless of whether mm-hmm. it was cooked or raw. And she took a second one from me, which yeah. was unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, they gave us seven instead of a half dozen. Just ordering another set. Because yep. order uh, a half dozen or a dozen. And I was like, should we order another half dozen? They, and he's like, they're expensive, but... Oh. We just had so much food. I, I would, if I had known, I would have gotten a full dozen. Uh, when I, whenever I went to New Orleans for the bachelor party, uh, the second day, midday, some of us were drunk, some of us weren't. We went to... I, I want... Mm, I can't remember the name of it, and I don't want to be wrong. But we went to a place known for their... Baked oysters mm-hmm. on char grilled, whatever, like all all the different types of cooked oysters. Yeah, on on the water, and we got like three dozen or four dozen between like you know ten That's of us, amazing. nine ten of us, and um, that was like our appetizer in between, and we got like some a couple other things, you know. And that was the first time in my entire life that we played credit card roulette. Oh yeah, yeah, you've mentioned that Wait, before. Roulette. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, the oysters were incredible, and they were the best baked oysters I've ever had. But second of all, if you don't know what credit card roulette is, you will at some point in your life. Somebody will re- will say it, and you should just do it for the experience. If you lose, it sucks, but it's kind of a cool story no matter what. Everybody puts their cards in a hat, and then you draw out cards until there's only one left, and whichever one's left. Or you can do it the opposite way, and the first one drawn is... You sure. know, the person that yeah, has yeah. to pay. But the person that, ha- that gets drawn or last drawn has to pay for the entire thing. Um, I remember two, the two guys at the end split like a $300 bill. So yeah, I, I was happy because I was a college kid. You know, I was only like 23 yeah, or 24 exactly. at the time. That's so. a, and I would definitely do it with the last because it makes it last longer. Yeah. Plus you get to, people individually get to experience, oof, I'm safe, you know, yeah. as the game goes. And That's why whenever we play the 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 last man standing on Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. I I want to say like the person that wins has to take the shot because sure, as yeah. you go out, it's like you know you have yeah that it, it just makes it longer. And also maybe you've talked about this before, maybe I've just heard about it before. Another this is a shitty reflection of our society, but another fun way to play, especially if you have people you know you can take advantage of at the table, and I highly recommend that. Is everybody puts their credit cards on the table or whatever, and the first person to f- pull their phone out. Ooh, yeah, 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 pays. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something, you know, something like that. Because <laughs> the that, phone's in the middle, face down. That, yeah, that's right. You told me about that, and then it's just like a matter of. I mean, can you imagine, like, really just saying "screw it all, I'll do it"? I mm-hmm. mean, I don't know how that works. I've heard of that before, though. Well, I've I've just done that without any kind of consequences, but. Uh-huh. I've been at tables. I've never been the one to do it, but there's been a couple times where people around me have recommended, let's all put our phones in the middle, and every single time I jump right on. And I'm like, yes, absolutely, let's do it. Yeah, You know, putting your phone right in the middle of the table, face down, and then you can always catch at least one or two people at one point kind of like... Like kind reaching. of like reaching down and then like forgetting and then like looking around and that's really interesting that's to see. Really gross. Oh god. <laughs> it's it's an actual addiction. Yeah, you're witnessing an addiction. It's a, that's an addiction. Period. But anyways, uh, we we did wind up going to Mass St. Louis Cathedral, which was absolutely beautiful. Right beforehand, I almost pissed myself because of the Bow Wow Punch, <laughs> and we were running around New Orleans and. I actually thought I was going to have to like try and hide somewhere. And Tara was like, Alex, you might become a sex offender. Like, you, you can't do Because even though. You penis out in public if you're somewhere and someone finds you and you get convicted, you, be, you yeah. get put on a sex offender. Yeah. Well, you guys are going to be together forever, so it's not like you're going to be a weirdo. No, but for but I have to go knock door, knock, uh, knock door to door, and tell people I'm a sex offender. And then Tara's right behind you and go, "But I'm his wife." And it was just New Orleans. <laughs> it was in New people. Orleans. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. Uh, Nothing would have It transcended uh, being uncomfortable when I was in pain. Mm-hmm. It was the worst I've ever had to pee in my life. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a really, really bad so top, experience. So it ended up being. I mean, through that pain, ended up being a top five piss of your life. Uh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> there you definitely. Go. You gotta so, take the good with the bad. Exactly, but it was a good. It was a. It was an experience that contributed to the whole thing. So we did that. Went to mass, and then uh, maybe our favorite part of the trip, uh, winding down for Saturday night, we went back to that spotted cat, got some cash, and 
for the cover and you know we didn't have that many drinks in there but we sat and watched uh live jazz music which uh, i'll tell you about the band in a second for probably three straight hours Mm -hmm. we stayed in this place the first two hours was the first group and it was called panorama jazz band and they mix uh new orleans jazz with i learned a new word klezmer which is yiddish and it's it's traditional eastern european jewish music and it's you can Think of it in your head when you think of stuff like Fiddler on the Roof and like Curb Your Enthusiasm and like the heavy clarinet and Mm -hmm. stuff. And it is magnificent music. I I loved these. uh, We all loved this band. It was fantastic. And then another group came out uh, afterward and they were extremely talented and we really enjoyed them. But we got fatigued more quickly, not only because it was later at night, but um, the guy's volume the audio mix was too loud. Like, mm. it actually hurt my ears. Mm. Uh, I it, hate when that happens. It really... That part sucked. But he was a big... Not fat, but a big white guy. And he almost sounded like a <clears throat> old, like, blues soul singer. So he was... It was... His voice didn't match what he looked like. And I thought that was really unique about him. But uh, really great talent across the board. I, I would recommend highly, if anybody wants to listen to music in New Orleans, go to Spotted Cat. There's a reason for their reputation. In the French Quarter? Uh, that is in Marigny. Oh. M-A-R-I-G-N-Y, I think. And yeah, it's like right next to it. Yeah. It, Marigny. Yeah. There are so many places that you can go outside of Bourbon Street. I know how cliche that is, but you can. So, and then the last thing, our vacation wasn't over. We got up and left at like 7 in the morning, but, you know, we were keeping the party going. We stopped back in Biloxi again for one of these amazing coffee shops it was something uh something grind and nosh i think it was just coffee grind and nosh i don't coffee know grind and nosh. shit yeah. ter- you need your shit together i know nosh is just like you've asked like, Tara, you've asked roz way too many questions we, that's what she's there for then we stopped in mobile alabama to to tour the uss alabama that was maybe the second coolest part of the trip. I mean, it was just unbelievable. I called James whenever you guys were on it. Yeah. And he was yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. on it right now. It was really cool. One of, <laughs> one of those times it makes you proud to be an American and thankful. And also the USS Drum, which was a submarine. I, I won't go into detail other than the fact that if you're ever even remotely close to Mobile, Alabama, stop through and pay the $15 for this because it was absolutely mind-blowing when uh claire and i i almost said tara i, I always get tara and claire yeah, you names do that a lot. for some yeah. reason um Same sounds. when i was in uh oslo with claire we we did a um a uh, viking tour sh- viking ship tour mm-hmm. where they actually have a viking ship full the full thing inside oh of a building and you got to walk deep into the trenches and out that's that was so cool. really cool any kind of like physical exhibit where you can go into something and then, yeah you are like a part of that living breathing i mean i was thinking like Very there cool. were there were thousands of these badass and insanely young sailors mm-hmm. like living their lives on this boat and and i was even reading in one of the exhibits inside it was talking about how if you have never crossed the uh, international date line, or if you've never crossed the equator or a certain or the Arctic Circle as a sailor, you are a polywog. If you've it's the, all these naval terms, and they have these big quote unquote ceremonies whenever you finally do that, and really it's a hazing. Mm-hmm. They just they do all this horrendous, embarrassing stuff to you, seriously, like a fraternity almost. Mm-hmm. And then you then they give you this ridiculous certificate, and it's you know what it reminded me? Hmm. It reminded me of our bullshit mm-hmm. it's all bullshit like just really stupid funny stuff that they probably thought was hilarious what's an example of just one it, it said it, just one th- this certificate yeah this certificate said it like addresses all mermaids norwals sea creatures everything else it is to let you know that this individual crossed this line but it looks so official and nice and it's signed by like neptunius rex and it's just like it was it was a bunch of kids fucking around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's it was just really really cool. But um, that was a that was a really great part. And then the very last part of the trip, we stopped again in Montgomery. At, Montgomery, at, yeah, a little bit bringing the full. Do you know Alaska, Phoenix, Arizona, and Little Rock, Arkansas? Uh, we did the Bib Pizza and Common Bond came full circle. Yeah, so that is the whole trip. I think I did that in about thirty no twenty minutes. Twenty minutes, yeah. Um. <clears throat> The whenever I did the Viking ship, you had mentioned that there was like a thousand guys on this 
you know, submarine or naval battleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Viking ship, which is probably not, probably only like, you know, a fourth or a half of the size. But it's also, there was like 10 people, 15 people on this entire ship. Yeah. And they were like fighting wars and shit on, the, like in the water on these Viking Nuts. ships. Crazy. No, I just, I mean, regardless of the scale, I just know mm-hmm. I would never do that. And it's like, where did all these amazing courageous men go because again i know i wouldn't and i know people who are much bigger pussies than i am and i'm assuming by the transitive property they wouldn't do it it's (laughs) just like that was a great generation of of men and women Mm -hmm. and it's it's unbelievable but uh can i tie this tidy this up i I, moving on from your new orleans trip sounds amazing uh last week claire and i went to a comedy show and i just wanted to kind of give you a quick recap on it oh yeah do you know who jonathan van ness is no. Have you, do you know who, what Queer Eye is, the show? I know what it is. I've never watched it. Okay. It, uh, I was skeptical the first time I went, uh, Claire said she was going to watch that show. She was like, do you want to watch Queer Eye with me? And I was like, no, I don't, I'm not <laughs> interested at all. It's reality TV, you know, no big deal. Um, really cool show. It's just uh, five, it's popular. Five, five gay men, yeah. queer, the Queer Eye for the straight guy. I think it used to be an old show, and now it's like, you know, they've... It definitely call, was. They just call it Queer Eye now. Yeah, and it, it the, was in the round in the 90s, I think. The first season of the new uh, revamped show, the guys are based out of Pond City Market. They're, they're, they're it, shit. It's all in Atlanta, yeah, the first oh, season. Okay. And they um and they just take people that are like down in the dumps and, you know, give them an, a, a, just a new life. And make them metrosexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they but, like upgrade. Yeah, them. exactly. Yeah. They just say, hey, you know, get, get your previous notions out of your head. Do this, this, this. Feel better about yourself, and have all this stuff to make you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Vaness is for sure the most uh, flamboyant of the five. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came. He came to Atlanta to Tabernacle last week uh, for for a show, and Claire and I went, and it was hilarious. That's it was awesome. Really, really good. It was uh, extremely gay. I, I'm not. I'm saying that in the literal no, sense. Literally gay. <laughs> yeah, every, gay humor. The same way that Jews have Jewish humor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was a lot of it, and yeah. um, and but it was all really funny. And he came out. Um, it, the the tour that he's on is called Road to Beijing because he actually wanted to be an Olympic athlete, hmm. and he came out and started doing like he did like a ballet set for his the first five to ten minutes. And um, and did some things that were uh, inexplicable to the to the male anatomy. Yes, I yes, don't know yes. how he did it, yeah. but uh, it was it was a really good show. Claire and I went to dinner before at White Oak Kitchen. Um, heard of it? Never been. Heard it's okay. It, it was good. Uh, I think I got sick from the baked oysters there. Oh no! Yeah, shit, shit. Um, <laughs> ab- literally uh, about <laughs> nice. about an hour hour and a half into the show. Claire was sleeping on my shoulder, and I was oh, – well, not only this, uh, it, at 8 p.m. Uh, – she had a show at 8 p.m., and it sold out, and Claire didn't get tickets in time, so we had the 10.30 show. So an hour and a half in, it was like 12, 12.30 on a school night. Yeah. Um, and so Claire was really tired, sleeping on my shoulder. My stomach was a wreck, and uh, she like kind of woke up for a sec. She was like, I think I just fell asleep, and I was like, let's just go. And we did a nice shit in the uh, the West End Hotel. Good on call. The, on the walk home. Good. That's, so. that's a fantastic call. <laughs> but um, it was a good show, and I wish we could have stayed for the whole thing. I just wanted to throw it out there that yeah. if, if uh, Jonathan Van Ness is coming to your city and you're into that kind of humor, it was a great showing. I am into humor, mm-hmm. so I'm sure I would love it. Uh, and just, I guess, wrapping up, everything in general, uh, don't judge a book by its cover and more specifically don't judge something by what you think you already know about something and the reason i'm saying all this is new orleans is not what i expected and in the most beautiful delightful way possible Mm -hmm. i mean nashville uh was what i was expecting in fact it was worse and and i'm not (laughs) shitting on the people of nashville i would argue the tourists ruin it yeah but new orleans is Boy, is it not! I realize that party is partying is deeply ingrained in the culture. But if I had two words that I had to use to describe it, it would be culture. Mm-hmm. One, just be to do the whole, uh, just all of it that that is there, the sheer amount of it, and fertility. And I don't mean from all the banging that happens there. 
That is a really... The ge- aphrodisiacs and the oysters? Maybe that. <laughs> Geographically, it's in a, a really fertile place because green. water. Mm-hmm. Literally water. And the amount of green that you see is a result of that. And like, especially when you're out on the swan- on the bayou, it's like, there's so much life here. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a really beautiful thing. It's swampland. It is. <laughs> and speaking of water, I forgot one of the most important things we did on Saturday. We went, it was after the Tree of Life by the park. We went on a Riverview Drive or whatever it's called, and it wraps around right on the Mississippi River. And we went down, even though you're not supposed to, Tara, James, and I touched the Mississippi River, mm-hmm. and then we opened a beer and drank it on the river, which nice. was super awesome. I so, would really like to just wade along the Mississippi River. How cool would that be? Uh, you wouldn't survive, but you could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some shallow parts. But thank you all for listening to me regale you with tales about New Orleans. If you've never been, I highly recommend it. And just remember, it's probably nothing like what you're expecting. And it's 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 a wonderful place. There's so much to learn and see and experience. And when it comes to food, eat. Holy shit. Where's the next um, vacation? Good question. A uh, couple of we were talking about the same thing on the way home. Maybe Asheville is mm-hmm. an option uh, as far as driving goes. Mm-hmm. I think Kentucky is drivable, and we've never been there. Uh, a lot of the surrounding spa- states we have been. James and John have not been spent any significant time as adults in Florida. We got to so get them there. There's a trip to Tampa in the future yeah. for sure. It, they can see Kurtz and Kelly. You know family. we're two months away from. Gasparilla. I know. I, that might be a really amazing CHP follow-up. Uh, as far as flying goes, I think Colorado is next. Oh, well, all the above. Please do not plan it without asking me. Oh, we'll ask I want to come. We'll ask <laughs> okay. Trust me. So... Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.